welcome, welcome, welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. You're probably wondering, where have these bitches been? What's going on? Where is my contact? (laughs) Real talk, though. Um, (laughs) uh, There has been a lot that has been going on, guys. Uh, But it's okay. We're going to be getting back to um, our regular scheduled programming soon enough. Thank you for bearing with us and being so patient and so loyal. And still, I'd be looking at the numbers and still coming in to listen to these podcasts, listen to the old ones. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. Um, But let's get started uh, because I know y'all not here to hear me talk about that. Okay. Um, first things first, let's get into our mental health check-in. Aaron, tell me how you feeling. Girl. <laughs> I feel, I feel cute. I've been feeling real, I've been feeling real pussy lately, you know, just. You know, because, you know, like, when you just don't give a fuck and you just like, girl, what it is, what it is, <laughs> you feel like the baddest bitch on here, girl, because. To be honest, a lot has been going on, but <laughs> I've chose not to let that get let that shit get to me because I'm tired and girl, fuck it. So long story short, I'm decent for us to live on this rock <laughs> at this godforsaken home. Um, <laughs> and word still makes me so uncomfortable; I can't get through it. Anyway, um. So, uh, at least as far as I'm concerned, I feel like it's um, a little bit similar where it's like you can see, it's like Chicken Little, the sky is falling, but you just kind of roll up and take a shot and you just like, well, it gets you when it gets you, child. That's kind of where, you know, I think a lot of us are. Um, And I also feel like um, I have to realize my privilege, well, our privilege of being childless people where we actually have the ability to be like, you know what? I don't have to give a fuck today. We know parents do not have that option. Mm-hmm. You do not have that. I mean, unless you're a terrible parent. You, uh, if, you're, <laughs> if you're a good parent, you do not have that option to be like, I don't got a kid today. And uh, nigga, I got cats. I have two beautiful tuxedo cats. You see how rich they are? Hold on. Hold on. Yes. You see how rich they are? That's the, that's the water fountain and then their automatic feeder because okay, <laughs> I made money. I ain't got to feed them every day like that. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's what machines are for. But no, um, I think that I've been able to find these little pieces of solace and I'm always happy for that. But I also in that moment have to kind of realize my privilege because I don't have all of the anchors and responsibilities that a lot of people our age have. Running into like a 25 father or two. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> how you how you doing that? Like, cause I I to go through all this and raise people, uh, uh, Kiki Palmer had it right. Y'all deserve flowers. Y'all deserve so much flowers because I could barely take care of my goddamn self. Girl, I got to remind good. myself to wash my ass because depression be licking me and not in a good way, baby. So Girl, listen, well, I was stay stay out funky ass in the bed all day, bro. Because and we can because if somebody <laughs> be like, oh nigga, I gotta eat. You gotta feed me. <laughs> We'll get up so fast to go eat like a handful of fucking cereal and go back to bed. Like we have no, 
standards of life and you don't have a and you don't got a choice but you got kids i just wanted to give a shout out to anybody who's listening who's got their own personal crotch fruit you are a hero that's all i have to say um so let's go ahead and get straight into the topics i am absolutely uh i'm just so thrilled to be back um unfortunately i uh, even though i love the premise of our show and why we do what we do I really hate to be looking at the Google Drive docs sometimes. I'm like, so that's what happened? Wow. That's crazy. Because, and you know what's funny? On this list, we still didn't even talk about, like, the uh, chemical spill in Ohio, the UFOs that that, that, that we just don't seem to give a fuck about right now. Apparently, we saw a couple of, like, three or four dropped out of the sky. What's the problem? Okay. Gonna come get me, girl. No one's gonna be that lucky, bro. No one. It's like if you were in Liberty City, would you open the car to go let people in as you drive back home? Is that what you're doing? I think we should. I just thought of an idea. This is very random, but I think okay. we should do this. So I think we should like have a a title for like our topics called like ghetto topics. Like, <laughs> this time for our. Get those topics, girl. <laughs> Listen, I think that's an awesome idea because I feel like <laughs> there are so many that could be fit that could fit into that category right now. Like, um, especially when we talk about black masculinity and uh, Jonathan Majors. The fact that that even had to be a conversation is uh, now that's that that's a ghetto topic. That's a ghetto ass topic. But no, we're definitely gonna start. Yep. That I like that idea actually. I think we should have like a nice little category at the end where we just talk about just all of the ghetto topics that we have in our list. A hundred percent. First ghetto topic is well, why do straight people have such a? First of all, you don't have to be gay to be trans. That's first. Second of all, are trans people the ones? having guns and shooting up schools or is it straight white Christians doing it? I just want to know because as you guys may know um, Tennessee becomes the first state to pass a ban on public drag shows. Um, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee has signed a bill banning drag shows in public spaces, a measure that will likely force drag shows on the ground in Tennessee. Other states across the country are proposing similar legislation. Lee gave his signature just hours after the measure passed in the Senate Thursday afternoon. In the same sitting, Lee signed a ban on gender-affirming health care for youth in the state. <sighs> Reading this makes me tired. And then, come find out, there's a picture that leaked of the governor in drag. Like, a decade or so ago, but then this is what he said, girl, this is what he said. He says, well, there's a big difference between wearing a dress at a high school football game and drag queens wearing a dress on stage. Tell me how. Did anybody have the wherewithal to ask what that difference was? Did we Did we decide, or did we just take that and be like, yeah, it's, you know, football, which is inside of a place, and then that place that's also inside of a place. Like, what, what, what was, what was the, the, because children go to football games. It's the, one of the most all-American things that you can do, quote unquote. I mean, and it isn't as all-American as they have an auction block and they trade niggas on a regular. You know what? It's fine. Listen, the the 
The issue that I'm going to always have when it comes to this is the fact that this is always just going to be, this is not only a huge distraction, it's also just one of those um, things that are letting us know that we are just rolling back rights and trying to get to Jim Crow as quickly as possible to the point where we actually have Jim Crow laws in Mississippi now. Like those passed. Those, it's those amazing. Passed. And then you would have white folks say, oh, well, racism's over and slavery ended so long ago. Bitch, I'm about to be drinking out of separate water fountains tomorrow and you really want to sit here and tell me that to my face. And you know what? That wouldn't even be the worst part of it. Us going back to having only black places and only white places would not be the worst of it. The worst of it is going to be the fact that just like in Tulsa, for the Tulsa massacre, just like in Rosewood, just like in Central Park, just like in Lake Okeechobee, if you ever decide to go take a swim, you're going to see remnants of black towns that are underneath there. Anytime you see black people only grouped together, they tend to go and drop bombs on us. They tend to actually have full-blown massacres. If it was just us being separate, it really wouldn't be that big of a fucking deal. We can certainly... We, that. we try to be separate all the time. And once again, they got to pillage something, girl. They can't, they can't mind the business. So Listen, to the point where, and this is only maybe a little bit off topic, this is currently in 2023, a few hours away from me in this great state of Colorado in which I live, there is a Black family being run off their land because their neighbors have police officers in their family and they've literally falsely arrested those people three or four times. Child. And this is going on right now in, in, in Colorado, which is supposed to be so progressive, right? We're supposed to be like just so forward and ahead of everybody that's going on over here. Like America would America would as a whole would never be progressive. Well, I told you how that was gonna work. It would have to destroy itself. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as, oh, we're progressive. It's impossible. How are you going to say that and we still under capitalism? How are you going to say that and white supremacy still exists? How are you going to say that and it's still legal to lynch someone in Mississippi? Mm -hmm. Listen, it's going to be legal to do even more than that. They actually had a woman, I don't remember what southern state that it was in, but they were trying, they are now trying to put in a law that if a woman has an abortion, that she can be given the death penalty. If a woman has an abortion, she can be given, this is the law they're trying to pass, that if, that she can be given the death penalty, which by the way is very fuzzy on miscarriages. So let's say that you are being beaten in a relationship with an abusive man and you happen to be pregnant and you miscarry the baby. Are they going to say because you were in that relationship that you killed the child? Because they love to victim blame. You put yourself in harm's way. Why didn't you know better? Even though in other states they're trying to make it illegal for women to divorce, I, <laughs> but yeah, y'all, going back to sorry, we going back to the topic, girl. We, I want to know when are y'all gonna be honest and just say you don't give a fuck about the kids because this whole oh well, it's about the kids and the kids can't be seeing that. Y'all will be the same ones that, like making up excuses when these schools get shot the fuck up. I don't understand it. And well, you trying to take my guns away. Okay, well, okay, well, that's okay, sure. We, we don't want to take your guns, but how about we have like stronger vetting? How about we have like background checks and you know, registration? Well, now, now, because now you're infringing on my rights. Okay, well, keep that same energy 
So when we go vote, what do we have to do? You have to register. Y'all pick and choose. I don't have time. <laughs> I mean, just to be able to sell insurance, I have to go take a test and get licensed. That's just to sell insurance. But for you to get a gun, you don't want any type of like we can't we can't make sure that it doesn't go into the hands of crazy people because they always love to say that legal pro guns is not the problem. The and the reason why they say that is because they want to pass the buck. They want to say, guess what? It's not any of our issues. We buy our guns legally. Come to find out that all of these shootings are coming from legal guns. How are we? But no, um, drag shows are the problem. Men in dresses. Is and the they wonder why the voter turnout in those last midterms, Republicans voter turnout in these last midterms was so low because their priorities are always fucked up and they can never get it. Like talk about shit that actually is going to do some shit. You, you got way more stuff to be worried about than the existence of a group of people or drag people or, or trans folks because what they're this is going to be very harmful for trans people to just exist, to just be. I, I feel like the the worst part of this is that right now we're just criminalizing drag shows. But it's this this is going to get so much bigger and it's going to get so much bigger so fast, so fast that we're not going to be able to to be able to see it. All of a sudden, it'll just be like, oh, we don't go to that state because we can get arrested for wearing whatever the fuck we're wearing. Honestly, I mean, as a, a male presenting person that lives in the South, like, this, isn't this like absolutely terrifying? Like. How are you taking it? Or you're just like, because we all know it can happen in your state too. Like they love to oppress uh, uh, queer people who, are, especially if they happen to be black. Uh, so like, what's even your thought process at this point? Girl, in order for me to stay sane, this is why I stay home. I don't leave the house. I don't live in <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have to do that. But when it comes to my safety, I stay my ass in the house because this is some very dangerous shit um, that trans and non-binary people are going to have to go through. All we want to do is exist. And you want to sit here and say, oh, well, the kids are too young for that shit. Meanwhile, I'm seeing pictures of an eight-year-old boy at Hooters with some girls and they putting their, their titties in his face and, the, and his dad cheering them on. But drag shows is sexual. Okay. And, and the thing about it is, is that because they've seen certain drag shows that end up being like a little risque, like maybe something that Hershey liquor, listen, Hershey, if you were to ever see any of us, though, we love you over here, bro. Like we stand, okay? Follow you, Watsakar, everything. Um, like they may be some of the shows that we've seen on uh, Chasing, uh, some drag shows we've seen on Chasing Reality. You and I would know children aren't, are, do not show up there. And they know, and they literally have, it's an 18 and up or 21 and up show. The ones that are there for kids, it's usually some Miss Doubtfire looking bitch with extra makeup and like, with a big ass book. Because guess what? Their parents don't want to read See Dick Run Again. They don't want to do it. So they decide they're going to take it to somebody else who is dressed fantastically and completely dressed to the gods and they can have a mimosa while somebody entertains the children. It's really not that big of a deal. It really shouldn't be. It's so crazy because we'll talk about this, but we don't have any issues with toddlers and tiaras. We don't have any issues 
with all of these babies that are um, like literally being sexualized. And we have like, and, and the parents are joining in on helping sexualize their children for profit. But the doubtfire looking bitch is the problem? <laughs> okay, girl. Okay. You, you, I, this is why I'm just going to go. I'm not here to argue with nobody. I'm not here to fight with, with anybody. Oh, please make my country better so I can live here. I made my decision because y'all made your decision a long time ago. Yeah, like this is why, like, when people say, why would you want to leave the country? Girl, why the fuck would I want to stay? Not, y'all aren't ready to do the real work. Y'all, all y'all want to do is complain and protest for three days and then forget all about it. Mm-hmm. This shit, like you said, I shouldn't have to move to a different state just to exist and, like, you know, not be killed. But that's not going to be the case. Oh, you need to move to California. Bitch, they still got sundown towns over there. What are you talking about? Like, I, sh- like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So this is very dangerous. And I hate to be negative, but no one is going to keep spreading. Like, it's going to be, like, illegal just to exist as a non-binary or trans person or a drag. Like, because people are complacent with the system. They don't, oh, my God, they tweet about it, but they don't want to do the actual same for capitalism. Oh, I had to work 100 hours. And then when I say, okay, well, we should all like do this and not go to work and actually like do some real work. Don't you think capitalism should be abolished? Oh my God, why would you say that? Like you're so radical and that's too extreme. Then shut the fuck up because you are complacent. I think, uh, <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like at this point where we, we had a straight black woman who was killed in her house in her sleep. What chance do the rest of us fucking have? Uh, that bitch was asleep in her own house and she died. So for anybody to tell me that, oh, it's going to be safe for queer folks to walk, or for black queer folks to walk around when it's not even safe for black folks to sleep. I I, uh, I also uh, think that we have to understand, and I, I really hate it, hate to put this at the foot of uh, straight people, but y'all going to be the only ones that are going to be able to fix it. Just like when it comes to white supremacy, it's t- going to take white people to actually fix it. Uh, straight people, it's going to take you to actually fix it. And, it. and it really, really sucks because we are dying because of your comfortability. Your comfortability and respectability politics are literally murdering people and you don't care. You don't care. And it is absolute insanity to me. And I really hope that a lot of you, especially these really bigoted parents, I want you to be in that uh, in that one cot in Sunny Isles where nobody turns you and ain't nobody coming to visit because you didn't treat nobody good in your life. So you just gonna die there alone. I hope you know that that is 100% your future just because you couldn't accept your children for who they were. And only because you you already had an idea of what you thought your kids were going to be. So now guess what? Now you get to die without your kids at all. There you go. Solved. Period. Period. Um, so rumor has it Andrew Tate has lung cancer. Do we care? But <laughs> 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 That kind of answers it for you guys. Um, is water wet? <laughs> Especially since 
because he already had the Tory Lane tag. You know how it's like shorter in the middle, and you got that that nice little fence parka of hair going it. around the top. Let me tell you something. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Looks like his head part at the Red Sea. Yep. Listen. What I'm going to say is um, everybody's going to be really mad because I don't give a fuck. But um, I don't give a fuck. And to be honest with you, I think karma's hilarious. I don't know what you want from me. And And listen, I know for a fact that Kevin Samuels while he's down there burning in Satan's prostate, he's like, man, come on down. I've been waiting for you, nigga. Come on. Don't tell them you are right. Just die like I did. That way you never actually have to um, Now, I was... Now, these are rumors and allegations. Um, Andrew Tate has now come out and denied having uh, cancer, saying that the scar that is on his lung is from an old battle wound. Um, because apparently he used to be a, a boxer or whatever. But yeah, um, hopefully... You know, even even boxers don't call their wounds battle wounds. Colonel Mustard. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't... That's fine, child. It's okay. Um, I think um, that... I think this just goes into... Because when this news did come out, <clears throat> a lot of... Um, women's was celebrating and a lot of men were saying how oh my god women are so disrespectful and so nasty like why would you celebrate the possible death of someone this man has been putting out so much hateful shit that is getting women killed and this is why we have a uh, fucking femicide and black femicide today because of kevin samuels and andrew tate and so on and so forth so excuse me if People who are actually going through shit and the people who are actually dying are celebrating the possibility of one less motherfucker on this earth so that they can exist. I mean, I think that at this point, you can't police people's feelings after you go ahead and say that you don't deserve love. You, you don't just like, do you, did we ever listen to any of the things that he was saying? And not even just going to talk about the fact that he's going to jail for human trafficking. Are we, wh why do you want to, why, why you want to mourn bad people so bad? Why does mourning bad people make you feel like a good person? Why does that make you feel like more of a Christian? Why is that your example of Christianity? Real Christians wouldn't... Listen, I'm just going to put it out there. And, and this is why I don't believe in your um, shitty magical your shitty magical God. I don't I don't really care about your sky daddy at all. Um, and it's one of the reasons is, is because they say God can be revengeful, revengeful, but I can't. Revenge is only the Lord's. Anybody want to tell me why? Bitch, please. I don't forgive people who didn't say sorry. It's very and, simple. And that's another thing, like, this is how strong patriarchy is, because we always get this uproar when, like, a man doesn't invade and celebrate the, what the fucking men have done to the women. But if it was the other way around, y'all would find some way to justify that shit. Well, yeah, well, she did do this, and she was kind of being fast, and she, I heard she did this, and Y'all asses don't give a fuck about women. I really wish y'all would just say that and just call it a day because if you want someone to treat you right after you die, you need to respect people while you're alive and while they're alive. 
I shouldn't have to change and flip a switch just because you did and act like I give a fuck. Bitch, I would be lying to myself. Bitch, I would, I'm going to be twerking on your grave, bitch, because you are saying some shit that is getting a group of people killed. Like, I feel like people don't realize that it got to the point where when we heard uh, straight men talk about Andrew Tate, we knew when we were talking to a dangerous person. We knew we were talking to a person who did not give a fuck about consent. Like, do you realize that that was, that's your leader? Are you, are you joking? And then have the audacity to be mad because women don't feel safe around you when this is the rhetoric that you're soaking up and not just soaking up, but you're also repelling. You're also like giving it to other people. Like, yes, this is my Jesus now. And I'm just letting you know that I'm very glad that, uh, Kitten, heel, kitten heels is gone, and I'm glad. I will be glad to see this one go ahead and go out the fucking door as well. Sorry, I'm not sorry. It's just mind blowing to me. Like, how can you you just shit on everybody your entire life, just shitting on everybody, and then still expect the people that you are shitting on to respect you once you die? Like, so is this like an aura that happens? Like, when someone dies, automatically there's just amazing good people. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And then they'll say, well, you know, the Bible says to forgive. I'll wipe my ass with that book. I really don't care. You need to treat people with respect while you are alive if you are so worried about what they're going to say about you when you are dead. And to be honest, and people say, well, Aaron, how would you feel? Bitch, I won't have a conscience. I won't give a fuck. What? None of you niggas say about me when I'm dead. But I'll make sure this, I'm going to treat people with respect because why the fuck not? It's not, it doesn't cost anything. It's it's legitimately free um, to, <laughs> just to treat people with decency. And you know what? I feel like it all comes down to the toxicity of Christianity that always talks about um, forgiveness. But I think that the reasons why it says it like that, uh, you know, I always take it back to slavery. Well, you can't have the slaves holding grudges. So it's a sin not to forgive. If you don't forgive me, you're going to hell, too. That sounds like a really, really good way to control people. That's what it really sounds like. I mean, to be honest, that's what the whole Bible sounds like. They tell you that suicide is a sin because, well, they can't be losing their property just because you're mad. Right. You can't make the slaves uncomfortable. I mean, the slave owners and masters uncomfortable. That's, so like, that's where we get this whole thing now when people say, Oh, you want to unalive yourself? You're so selfish. Like, we're trying to make them feel guilty for, like, bitch, no critical thinking skills. We know what kind of fucking society we live in. It's, oh, you're the one that's being selfish. And it's the same white people who be like, no person alive even owns a slave. And, like, you were never a slave. So it's like, I don't understand why we're talking about this now and Gossip Girl is on. Like, I think that shit is crazy. <laughs> Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it is, um, it's obviously it's cognitive dissonance at its best, but I feel like uh, the, the, the leftovers is even behind Andrew Tate when he's gone. I can celebrate him being gone, but there's going to be five more to take his place. Think of the 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 phenomenon of the manosphere has created since niggas got microphones a few years ago. Uh, that's that has been the worst. Giving microphones to niggas was the biggest 
mistake. Like, oh my god, never given straight men. We should have never given straight men microphones ever because this is like literally like you would have a fucking podcast with straight men talking about it could be something as crazy as does a bitch deserve clean draws like yeah or or they have that one bitch on there that she makes sure she put her titties up and shit they're not even gonna give her a microphone because she don't really need to talk and stuff she's just there to agree i should be like listen what i have always noticed like as a woman first of all i need to be treated like as a woman i need to be treated like like i am petite like i am a delicate flower Okay, that's first of all, but that's because I deserve it and I work for it. Let me tell you something. I I suck that nigga's dick from the back every single night. Sometimes I can't <laughs> breathe. Sometimes I be having nosebleeds, but it's okay because I have to please him. Sometimes he be breathing, and I'm like, I need to replace your lungs with my lungs because you shouldn't have to breathe on your own. Why are we making these niggas breathe on their own? That show to be going into a preaching tangent, girl. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Then the vibe feminine girl. <laughs> You're like, where like, they they are. this bitch? And she's still single. Was, <laughs> all, all that. And she's still single. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of niggas with bad fades and beijing beards. And they 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 look like they smell and they have all of this vitriol to to say things. I remember just what just just scrolling through TikTok because, you know, they have the best lives on there. Um, and there was this guy who was like, I don't think women actually deserve wounds because what have they done with them? You feel me? Since, since they've had wounds, do you see the earth they've created? You feel me? You see what you see what it is? You see what they've done? And they want to blame us. I don't create people. Bitch, you create people. Girl, this guillotine, this fucking gender war shit that I'm seeing every fucking day proves to me why, like, how we didn't have it to begin with. Well, as a man, girl, anytime someone says as a man or as a woman, I'm like, girl, from who? According to who? Well, as a man, I can't wear that. And as a man, I can't date trans women. You sound stupid as fuck. Bro, or just the straight women. Oh, straight women. The issue you have with the word cis, nigga, it's an adjective. We're not gonna get into the fact that straights are mad at grammar. That's that's we're just we're just gonna move past that, right? Um, I see all of these dissertations, and crazy enough, a lot of them end up being black women. The irony talking all this shit about trans women, and all they talk about is the fact that they're able to give birth and it shouldn't be trivialized, and they have periods and it shouldn't be trivialized. And I'm just like, you do realize you're also shitting on other cisgendered women who happen not to be able to do those things, right? You you want so bad to shit on trans women that you don't mind shitting on other people that are just like you. That's how bad your hate is. Straight people, if y'all don't like to be called cis, I'm nine times out of ten, and you may not want to admit it, it is rooted in um, transphobia. Because what you're doing is you don't want to be called cis, which is a scientific, like medical term. You don't want to be called cis because you've been, as a whole, like you've been telling yourself that we are the default, and it makes you feel othered. 
So you don't like it when people call you sis because that would mean that it's not all about you and that being sis is not like you want us to feel like we're freaks. So how dare us call you and put us as in a put y'all in the category with us? That no, honestly, that that's that's really what it is. Because they have because you would have like non-binary person in front of it, trans person in front of it. And because they've always just been that, they've always just been person. They've never had to define their personhood. Whereas mm -hmm. uh, but all of the queer and not a non-binary and trans people have only been trying to human humanize their personhood for the first time. They're thinking to themselves, I have an adjective in front of mine too. I, I, touch grass, bitch. I'm so tired of you motherfuckers. Like, I cannot. Like, you like, like it, it's getting to the point where your own stupidity is going to kill us because sadly because you are the default you have convinced the whole world that you are the default so guess what guess who's the only people who are making decisions in congress barely got women in there barely got black women in there let's go ahead and think about queer people where, 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 where. peter Buttigieg? he that's one nigger what like where's the like do you and even then, like we know how the white gays are. <laughs> Woo, very much. Oh, I know what racism is like because I'm gay. I <laughs> uh, every every time. Um, we're definitely gonna uh, move on, but I feel like the last thing I'm gonna say about the whole Andrew Tate debacle is that if you are a uh, the type of person that wants to uh, malign and or oppress other people. I don't know how you could expect and and respect it in the most honest way. You could expect that people would actually mourn you when you die, when you didn't even see those same people as equals. Why would you expect the people who you do not view as equals to mourn you when you die? Narcissism at its finest, girl. Whoa, like, nigga, you hated me first. What's your problem? Die, bitch. Like, what are you? Stop. Anyway. Ciao. Moving on. Uh, Next in the bucket. <laughs> um, the shade room. I I don't think the shade room is healthy for black people. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, the shade room does this thing where anytime something gay news or trans happens, they post it and they know who the audience is. The shade room has a very large black audience, straight black audience. So every time something queer happens or something dealing with queer news, they post it and they be like, thoughts? Or what do y'all think about this? Um, they keep posting things from about Zia Wade, and the comments are just so disgusting. And it's like it's so mind blowing to me. Black people, how do you expect to sit here and be like, "Oh, I want racism, racism to come to a complete stop," all while at the same time oppressing people in your own community? That is such an oxymoron that I would never understand. Um, I think it's because they don't feel like they can oppress 
because they're in an oppressed class, especially Black men. I feel like um, uh, Black straight men specifically, um, because one thing that we're going, we would never do is uh, pretend that certain things aren't happening in society. The same way that Black men are being gunned down in the streets and the fact that they, the incarceration rate, that in certain parts of the U.S., we have more Black people in jail that we've actually had enslaved. I'm not going to pretend that what black men go through is some easy feat. However, that will never give you the power. It will never give you the permission. It will never give you the rationale to go look at other black people and say, you're not worth as much as me. When they already look at you at two thirds a person. And, and not just two-thirds of the person, you still see white women as a prize that's going to go ahead and, and uh, elevate you somehow, no matter what they look like. Because we've been taught whiteness is the standard, so it's like, uh-uh, I gotta, I ain't trying to, black women too loud and too, they can never give, give you a reason as to why they don't date black women without bringing up black women. Yeah, no, they, they, every time you say, why are you with the Aryan goddess who you post on a regular basis and make all of these cringy jokes about how she doesn't use washcloths or clean her chicken. Tell me what you love about her. Well, black women are loud and they never give me a chance and they was always shitting on me. And I'm just like, that's not what I asked you. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all black men just don't like black women because they hold y'all accountable. You, you want something that you can walk over, which is why you go for the red bones slash white people because they're not going to hold you accountable like that. And you know you're in the wrong. I think, um, you know, I always think of DeBaby um, and his uh, Danny Lay debacle. And I always think to myself, like, Danny Lay was the person even um, saying that, hey, I'm not Black, but I love Black men. Um, she tried to claim being Black after... Yellow bone is what he wanted, you know. And then it turned out very quickly that yellow bone isn't what he wanted. Uh, yellow bone was maybe what he wanted in February, but that's not how he feels in March. Um, and I feel like people have to understand that when it comes to toxic black men, even if you are their preference, it doesn't mean that you will be treated well. And I feel like uh, that was just a perfect example. But what did they do in the shade room when all of that shit happened? They took every single um, gaslighting fucked up post they could have about Danny Lay. And let me tell you something, I don't like that bitch. But the way that y'all did her in favor of the baby. So remember, even the community is so they'll just mark you up a whore and uplift this dark skinned black man because in the black community, that is what the epitome of masculinity is, is a dark-skinned black man. Why we have all of the, you know, like the light-skinned nigga jokes, like, oh, you acting like, I mean, when really, it's just Drake jokes. It's not, it's not light-skinned nigga jokes. It's just, it's just like, you, you, you sound like Drake right now. That's really what it is. <laughs> and any of y'all can do that. Uh, but at the same time, do you see how it is con it's constantly weaponized and we see it in every um, avenue of the shade room. They've got so many fucking pages. Jesus Christ, they're shade room dancers. They're shade room. Like there's there's so many different types. And um, 
it's all kind of based in toxicity and drumming up um, a base that's based on that. Yeah, girl. Like, I honestly... And guess who runs the shade room, apparently? White people? Um, T.D. Jakes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Um, which I'm not surprised because they were... Y'all are literally, y'all love to bring up Bible quotes. The Shade Room loves to bring up Bible quotes so much and talk about, oh, we, the Bible says this and stay blessed and love and God loves all of us. This is literally a whole page dedicated to gossip. Y'all are gossiping, bearing false witness. It says not to do that in the Bible. But you, I, how do you expect me to take y'all seriously when y'all be saying shit about God? And then posting shit that can kill trans folk, black trans folks and black queer folks. I don't take y'all seriously. You're a gossip site, but you want to talk about God. Um, your the shade room, the Bible, it's all a gossip site as far as I'm concerned. Um, I might I I might as well um just say it. Pe again, people are gonna be very upset, but I'm sorry, I cannot align myself with a book that kept us enslaved to the point to this very day. I've got people that look like me that would literally say I don't deserve to exist because of my sexual orientation, because a book that was um, given to us during slavery is going to be their reason for not being able to see me as a person. Another white person who believes the way they do, they'll feel closer to than me. Somebody who look like them. Bye. Girl, and um, while we're still on the shade room, I guess we can because they posted about this too, as you know, and it pissed off a lot of black men. Um, we're gonna talk. Let's talk about black masculinity, and mm -hmm. I just want to say that um, again, black people or straight black men, especially your discomfort, quote unquote, discomfort with Jonathan Majors' Ebony magazine shoot tells reveals more about you than you think. Um, mm. why is he wearing pink? And that's a girl. That's some girl fur. It's literally just a color. It's based. It's how the light reflects off of it. And y'all, twenty years ago, pink used to be a boy's color. Why are we I was still just doing? To say, like you do realize that in different eras, certain things were considered masculine. Like at one point, um, women, because you know we weren't allowed to have nothing. Uh, even during when they would put on plays. They would make little boys, which I don't know why this was better. They would make the little boys, they would make them play women because their voices weren't developed. There's there's stuff there, but it's okay. We're going to move on. Um, but like, think about it. At one point, they were wearing heels and wigs, and that was the most masculine thing that you could possibly do. And now when you do it, um, you deserve to die. I just want to say, like, I just feel really bad for y'all um, straight fellas who didn't have the father who who you could feel safe to be like your full self. Um, I'm really sorry that you haven't reached that, that level of thinking to realize that this is just a fucking piece of fabric and it's just a fucking color based off how the light reflects off of it. I'm really sorry that you haven't opened your mind to do things like Jonathan Majors can do and still be comfortable in your sexuality because, again, it's just fucking fabric. Um, it's very sad. I don't like... And then, of course, the Shade Room posted that as well, and then you have a bunch of um, <laughs> podcast niggas and 
just say, oh, well, I, they couldn't be me. And this is the downfall of the black community. Y'all have way more, we have way more stuff to be worried about than some pink fur when it comes to the downfall of the black community. Why don't we talk about all these black trans women, black queer people that are being killed from straight black men? That's really what's making our numbers decrease. I'm not trying to go back and forth with none of you niggas about no fucking pink fur. Mm. I first of all, I just want to say Jonathan Majors, ah, you're such a beautiful man. Oh, he my could God. do things to me that is too explicit for me to say on this podcast, and that's just a I, lot because you know this is an explicit podcast. But I just for and um, I really also in the fact that he's fine. Yes, he probably dates white women. That's not. I'm not <laughs> I, that's not my business. Um, oh, I, I know I'm going. I'm claiming cognitive dissonance on this one. I'm sorry. This nigga is too fine. I but. forgot he only dates snow possums. Well, I don't know if he only dates snow possums. We only well, got me... one thing, one picture, whatever. You know. Yeah. And let's see. So I don't know. I know that he's got a daughter. Um, more than likely, she's mixed. But <laughs> but I I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: the black people. Who were talking about his facial features? Th this man is beautiful. This man is literally chiseled. Like if there ever was a god, like he, like honestly, uh, there's only going to be certain people who know what I'm saying. That is Ogun, re realized, <laughs> my love. Okay, girl, listen, it's given three days of three times a day. If it was me and him, baby, okay, at least I I I, I can't even pretend I'm getting old. Um. But I, I, <laughs> one good time and you could go home because I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I believe in this forever shit anymore. But the fact that, that uh, look, people would look at his facial features and they would call him ugly, so on and so forth. And if any of them were women, I'm like, I hope y'all same bitches aren't upset that he's with a white woman. I hope, I hope y'all same bitches who was talking about his facial features. I'm not gonna be upset if he's fucking a white woman. I really hope not. Okay. Uh, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna leave it there. We gonna leave it there. Uh, but what I will, you know say what? And this could also go to um, this could also go to black women who happen to be with a white man because you would have dark black men talk shit about black women and say they ugly and mm. they hair nappy and all this other shit, saying anti black stuff about black women. Gabourey Sidibe, Gabourey Sidibe, who was married to a white man, they were dragging her in the comments, and I'm like, the woman who played Precious. Do you know that just uh, because she played that role, other fat black girls were literally maligned because of a role that she played, getting called precious their entire fucking like high school school careers? Like, do you realize that? Like, like I feel like y'all don't realize what you said about that fucking lady, and then black men don't want her, and then you upset that someone does. Dark-skinned Black women especially deserve love. I really don't care what it looks like. Um, but the same thing that I would ask of those same dark-skinned women, which usually is a very easy ask. Don't shit on nobody in your, in, in your relationship to be in your relationship. But we don't usually see Black women doing that. Mm -hmm. When you ask a black woman why she's with this white man, she's going to be like, honestly, it was the first time I ever felt like really heard or I ever felt like really seen. And like he actually took like interest in the things that I liked or the things that I wanted. Yeah. You would never 
you will almost never hear them say, well, black men too loud. And <laughs> and they just met fucking hit women and making women <laughs> like they could like if they wanted to go off on some stereotypes, they are 100 percent good. But when you ask them the, that question, they just answer the question. Yeah, but with black men, it's the other way around. It's like, well, they too, they too ghetto and they too loud and like that. They, black women they do out this. Hell. And you just like, nigga. Uh. I'm like, the nerve of you dingleberry ass niggas to be saying some shit, knowing damn well you, a black woman gave birth to your stupid ass. And let me stop before I start going on a tangent. Listen, it's 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 just it's facts though, so I can't even say nothing. <laughs> Child, moving on, child. So, um, mm. girl, mm. the conservative political action coalition happens every year. Um, this year they kicked it off, and a lot of the topics were on guess what? Trans people, because what else are the Republicans going to talk about? Um, that's yeah, right. we don't have, yeah, we don't have anything else to uh talk about that's more important, but the existence. Yeah, we have to t- we have to keep the topic on, on a group of people that are just trying to exist and not bothering nobody. Rental crisis. Um, so, um, on March first, the Conservative Political Action Coalition or CPAC kicked off a four day conference in Washington D.C. and anti transgender hate was at the top of the agenda. The conference featured an array of speakers, including prominent Republican politicians and policymakers, as well as right right wing pundits. They were joined by conspiracy theorists like Jack Posobiec, or how you pronounce this? I don't give a fuck. He's not worthy of it. Um, purveyors of COVID, <laughs> purveyors of COVID disinformation like Dr. Robert Malone, and anti-LGBTQ plus extremists like Shea Ratchfick. How the fuck? I don't care. The lineup continued a trend of problematic CPAC speakers and attendees. The conference was previously welcomed white supremacists, right-wing nationalists. And other extremists. Not surprising. I mean, we don't have that guys. Yeah. At the March 2023 event, anti-trans rhetoric was a central theme promoted by extremists and mainstream speakers alike. One speaker went as far as to call for the complete eradication of transgenderism from American society. Let me say that again, because when when this news came out in they they quickly tried to say, oh, it wasn't about that's y'all took it out of context. This, this motherfucker said he wants the complete and I'm gonna play the video too. He wants the complete eradication of trans people from American society. Like eradicate as in to get rid of, cease to exist. We are not, we're just not far from from them just executing us in the street. Like no, not like real talk. And and again. It always kills me when I see black women who are transphobic. You don't think that you could get clocked too, bitch? You don't think so? Because they tried to call Serena a gorilla. They called Megan the Stallion a man. You don't think you could get clocked? You don't think that this could be a fight you might benefit from winning? All right. Okay. This disturbing rhetoric reflects the broader dangerous trend of anti-LGBTQ plus extremism in the U.S., Anti-trans rhetoric at CPAC included attacks on gender-affirming care, trans-inclusive athletic regulations, and bathroom policies, as well as false allegations of pedophilia in the LGBTQ plus community 
and quote unquote transgenderism as a radical, quote unquote radical ideology. <sighs> Y'all probably politicize the existence of. Speakers primarily focus their attacks on gender-affirming healthcare, targeting providers and hospitals with lies and sensationalized accusations of quote-unquote child mutilation. Gender-affirming care refers to a holistic form of healthcare that includes non-surgical and non-pharmaceutical options for LGBTQ plus people, such as mental health and educational services. Woo! Mental health of queer people. That's a bad thing, y'all. We can't care about their mental health now. The American Academy of Pediatrics has also found that, quote, there is strong consensus amongst the most prominent medical organizations worldwide that evidence-based gender-affirming care for transgender children and adolescents is medically necessary and appropriate, end quote. Despite these facts, this type of care has long been demonized by anti-LGBTQ plus extremists, leading in recent years to attacks on and violent threats against gender-affirming care providers and facilities. Uh, almost done. Sorry, y'all. It's a lot. It's a lot of ghetto shit going on. U.S. Rep. Majorie Taylor Green <laughs> center. <laughs> yeah, not her. That bitch. Center attacks on gender-affirming health care, trumpeting her act recent reintroduction of the 2022 quote "Protect Children's Innocence Act." I love how, like, they're trying to put protect children in all of these fucking bills as if they give a fuck about the kids. Meanwhile, you don't give a shit when schools get shot up and kids get killed. But uh, it's not even... Okay, so just just that alone, it shows the hypocrisy. But think about the, the fact that we have so many states, a lot of these same states are, are talking about, have such a shortage in doctors right now. And the reason why they have a shortage in doctors is because they would have to take abortion care for them to get certified. And now it's illegal for them to do learn abortion care in these states. So now you have a shortage of doctors. You're killing children. You're killing them. It's it's in it's in Yeah. <sighs> This bill, which would make it a felony to provide gender-affirming care to minors, Green falsely, Green, a.k.a. Chicken Little, falsely mm -hmm. and <laughs> inflammatory claim that gender-affirming care is designed to, quote-unquote, mutilate your kids and, quote-unquote, chemically castrate them. Where the fuck did they be getting this shit from? Like, um, other speakers echoed this thing with former Trump official Sebastian Gorka, Claiming that kids were being mutilated. They love saying mutilated girl. I feel Let's like see. I know that nobody who is on that side is going to be listening to us. Um, unless they're trolls on TikTok. Um, but I hope we're all in agreement that we know that gender affirming care has nothing to do with surgery or altering your DNA permanently. That, that none of that, none of those things can happen. Like in real life, none of those things can happen. You have to get several different types of therapists and they all have to sign off on it. And you have to be 18 in order to get bottom surgery. You know, the average wait time for a person who actually wants to get bottom surgery for them to get it is about a decade. Mm, a decade? 
A decade? No, because you, you, you have to remember, they've they, they known their trans for a long time. So by the time they start going through the process, and God forbid whatever state they come from that doesn't believe them, how many times do you think they've gone to therapists and the therapist just tries to convince them that they're just mentally ill on the appeal? Just, just, just saying. And that's the thing, like, cishet folks try to really try to make it seem like, and you can just walk in there and just get the surgery on day one. Like, girl, there's a process to these things. A long one. Like, long. And they don't care. They just be like, I identify as a cow, um, and I know that kitty litter is now in the regular bathrooms. And I'm just like, what are you reading? What's, ha <laughs> what's, what's happening? How are you feeling? And what is your relationship with kitty litter? I feel like it seems unhealthy. It's a mess, girl. Child. It's... Video. <laughs> none of this surprises me, unfortunately. Like, I mean, they've been very loud about it. Hey, there's something that we've asked for. is just, hey, just say it instead of bullshitting in our face. But it's like, hearing them say it, it's like, then this is more the reason why we got to get the fuck out of here. You're not going to sit here and tell me that this is the best fucking country and the safest. This motherfucker said eradicate. Like roaches. Like, not exist. Like, they don't want us. Like, so when I, it's really sad when I hear um, black people say some of these things about black queer, just trans people in general. Y'all are saying the same things that a lot of these speakers at this convention are saying. I'm just trying to make it make sense. Like, where do we go from here? To hell. <laughs> at this point. And then they love to use the fucking grooming and pedophilia. Meanwhile, that fucking video and pictures of that little boy at Hooters going around with them grown-ass women touching all over him with their titties in his face. I mean, I feel like we could just look at statistics and, and see who's actually hurting children who's actually a danger to children. And that has been cis, straight, white men or cis, straight men. Mostly, so, mostly, mostly white men, we're gonna be honest. Yeah. Well, let's, let's be real, let's be real. Um, but we all know that um, a lot of uh, sexual assault and a lot of things that are hidden within the black community that we have gotten from, uh, whether it's been at church, like in my situation, or sometimes it's the stepfather, so on and so forth. So it certainly happens with us. But I, when we're looking at the statistics and about who is dangerous in general, it is straight white men. Period. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Like and y'all go after everybody. But straight white men. Girl, they pick and choose. They pick and choose. Um, sadly to say, I feel like at this point, would you and I get the fuck out of here? But if anyone were to ask me, where do we go as far as like rights for queer people at this point and trans people? Oh, at the we gotta get the fuck out of the country at this point. Because when I say we have the stuff that we have to actually do, no one wants to do it. Oh, we can't do that and that's too much work. It takes some real work to do this shit. You can't just protest for three days and be like, oh, well, girl, I got to get back to work. You have to really fuck some shit up. You really have to. But you also have to be 
you have to have a, a community that's willing to fuck shit up with you. You fucking shit up by yourself doesn't do anything. They're just going to throw you in jail and call you crazy. Uh, and, and that that's literally yeah. what's all that's going to happen. So um, the, the, the issue is, is that um, us as individuals can't get it together, together. So because of that, um, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince nobody that this is something we should be doing. I'm just going to see if I can find a place that's safer for me to live and let y'all young people go ahead and figure that shit out. (laughs) Guys, listen, I'm thinking about having a nice little garden with like, you know, like I I want my life to be simple. I want a goat that I get to milk every morning, make some cheese on Saturdays. You know what? Because we talked about this when when the world does end. I ain't to be with you because you know how to farm and plant shit. Yeah. Because, girl, I'm telling you now, I just, I feel it. Mm-hmm. It's coming down the pike. Listen, <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like everybody, the fact that people are not panicking is insane to me because they just have Jim Crow laws in Mississippi. Did you think it was just going to be Mississippi? That's the testing we, yeah. state. That's the state Jim they know where they can pass it. Like, what are we talking about here? We have Jim Crow laws in 2023. I'm, again, not surprised because white supremacy, America, but it's like, damn, they really like shit that was like in the 60s of happening still. But again, not surprised because we know how that goes. They're not even trying to hide it, child. It's okay. We have to go on to the next one because white supremacy is forever. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, girl. Okay. Next topic, girl. Um, now, do you watch Real Housewives of Potomac? I do. Did you see that the reunion girl? I didn't I see did. it. I saw, well, I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw so many clips. I feel like I saw the whole thing. Let's put it like that. <laughs> now, I don't watch it because of I just I just don't. <laughs> but also because of like the obviously the colorism, which we're about to talk about, and now there's this whole debate saying that oh, reverse colorism is a thing like within the black community like so apparently dark-skinned people can be colorist to light-skinned people so thoughts what are your thoughts on that girl okay shade room um, <laughs> so first and foremost the way that i like to try to explain it to people as um and depending on what neighborhood I'm in, they've been like, say to me, hey, Redbone. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, guys, I don't see nothing red over here. But um, I'm, I'm going to let, I need people to understand something. Bullying is real. And I'm not going to deny your personal lived experience. But what that is not is colorism. Because when you say ism, you are referring to a system. And the system is not set up against light-skinned people. Let's just go ahead and look at Black Hollywood for just an example. Harry Belafonte, Billie Holiday, um, Josephine Baker, need I go on? Um, These were light-skinned Black people. Remember, they never stopped them from being seen as niggas. And you got to come through the back. Let's 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 not pretend. (laughs) Come on now. But they were the ones who could get through because they could pass the paper bag test. 
You feel me? So those were the only ones who could make it through. And only through some a, a lot of dark-skinned people's talent, like um, uh, Louis Armstrong or uh, Nina Simone, they, they just couldn't deny their talent. But they were also on an FBI list, which, by the way, so was Billie Holiday. They ruined that woman's whole career. <laughs> okay, just because she wouldn't stop singing about lynching. Okay, um, but the fact of the matter is that we see it on a regular basis. Let's just look at Zendaya and Kiki Palmer. Let's just look at these two amazing women. Okay, um, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to talk about who's more talented, but I am going to talk about who's been putting in that work. And Kiki Palmer been putting in that work since since before Akila and the B. Okay? Um and the and the fact that she has done all of these different TV shows and has produced so many things on her own. There's so much thing, there's so much shit that Kiki Palmer has done. And when we look at the just the following, when we look at the opportunities, there's no reason Kiki Palmer she couldn't have uh, been in the MCU. But you know who's in the MCU? Zendaya. And, and, we, and then, they, and even then, white people are like, oh my God. But she's still black. Like, you, the world is going to remind you, you still black, bitch. Like, that's never going to change. Um, but, um, I think it's important, too, because this whole <clears throat> isms cannot go back. When we talk about oppress, like oppressing people and isms, where did this whole thing that it can go back and forth come from? It doesn't make any sense to me because, okay, for example, me as a dark-skinned person, let's say I call a light-skinned person a green-eyed bandit or a light-bright or something like that. At the end of the day, yes, I shouldn't have said it. It's rude. But when we talk about the society that we live in and desirability politics and your proximity to whiteness, you can remove yourself from me. I can't go anywhere in this because anti-blackness is global. The more, the closer you are to white, the more desirable you are. So yes, I may have called you a green-eyed bandit or something, but at the end of the day, girl, we know how desirability works. And you're not. That's not going to stop you from getting a job. That's not going to stop you from getting a loan. And I know you. You know Jamaica. A lot of times, especially for front desk workers, especially on the resorts, people who are working in the front desk. You don't really see a lot of dark-skinned people in those roles because those are the ones, those are the faces that white people see and they want them to be pleasant and to also get tipped. So they will hire light-skinned people for the role. And that's the system. That's the system at work. So just because a, a, a white person, uh, sorry, just because a, a darker-skinned black person is going to be like, you wooden spoon color nigga, like, Regardless of that, that's not nice, right? Not Britain's boom. You know what I'm saying? That's not nice. But but at the end of the day, that is, is bullying and that's an experience and that is hurtful. And I can understand us having a conversation about that. But that is not you being affected by the system of colorism. It doesn't Another work both ways. Another example, <clears throat> we live in an anti-fat world. Fat phobia is very much here. That would be like, because I've heard people say, oh, well, I got bullied for being skinny. And so it works both ways. 
You know damn well how this shit, don't play stupid with me. The world is built for you as a thinner person. You will never have to go into a store and know they're not going to have your size. You're never going, not going to go into a plane and know that your hips don't fit, which I don't know if I told you about one of my last plane rides, but I was in row three and I was in spirit. So I thought, oh, well, you know, row three, that's near not the spirit, bitch. Listen, leave me in my lawn chair in the sky. Let me just do my <laughs> thing, okay? So, so I'm here in the third row. And usually when you're further back, like when you're up front, you're supposed to get like more leg room, so on and so forth. Girl, that's only row one and two. That is not row three. I was like, nigga, how did you come up with these rules? When I say I was sitting like this for four hours, no, 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 I'm exaggerating. For at least two hours, half the flight. And I was just like watching for the lady. I was like, can you do that? No, admit me. Listen, I was, can I please get another seat? Please tell me another seat is open. I don't care if you sit me in the back of the plane because I can't sit like this because I can't sit, feel my right thigh. It was fucking terrible. And the world's not built for people who are always my size. So you as a skinny person who can be called a rail, a French fry, breastplate of righteousness, stick out your tongue and look to the side, you look like a zipper. We can say all kinds of things. We can listen, we can say all kinds of things to you, and it's mean and it's hurtful, but it's not a system that is pitted against you from before you were born. That's not what we're talking about. We where ism is system. Period. Same like what I've been trying to tell, like when I tell white people, oh, a black person called me some mayonnaise, so that means black people can be racist. White people equate it to hurt feelings, so they equate hurt feelings equals racism. It's same for light-skinned people. Hurt feelings means, okay, a dark skin called me a green-eyed bandit, which means that dark-skinned people can be colorist now. That's not how that shit works. It was wrong for them to do that, but when we talk about the system that we live in, in desirability politics and proximity to whiteness, mm -hmm. I can't be colorist, baby. If anything, I can project my insecurity and my jealousy onto you, yes. Right. But even then, it doesn't, it just, it, it's never going to work the same. I, I I don't remember what conversation it was that I was looking on, but I think uh, it was some ex-bad girls club. It, you know, it's, I'm sorry, ladies, y'all's ignorant. I was watching you on Oxygen. I know who you are. Um, And she's having a conversation with somebody uh, with a dark skin, with a dark skin girl. She's a rapper. I can't remember um, her name, really, really pretty girl. And she was like, yeah, no, it's also colorism. Like, you know, because there would be dark skin black girls be like, oh, you're so pretty. You can't be all the way black. I'll be like, I'm completely black. That, that is uh, interesting to bring into this conversation, but I thought we were talking about colorism. That's not what that is. It happens all the time. They just equate it on a regular basis. They will say because uh, somebody called me this thing. Just, uh, white people, if I call you a thin lipian, right? If I call you um, a blank document. Not a blank document, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I go ahead and I say some shit like that, and you turn around to me and be like, you can't call me a colonizer, that's racist. I, 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 we can't even have a conversation because I immediately know that you're dumb. 
they were mad at that Black Panther movie when uh, they called him a colonizer. It's like, See, this movie is so racist. I, it's like they'd be waiting, so they'd be waiting, girl, to get their chance of being oppressed. They're really hoping for it to be one day their turn, but that's also why they love fantasy so much because that's the time where they can be like, oh, it's Hunger Games. I'm also going to be um, targeted. That's why they love doing shit like that so they can finally be <laughs> the oppressed group that needs to rise up from somewhere, but that's also why it's fantasy. That part. Just, just, just saying. But yeah, long story short, um, hurt feelings does not equate you being oppressed. Um, if it's like when we talk about colorism, reverse racism, whatever. Because I mean that word is starting to come up a lot now too. I'm like reverse, but system top to bottom. But now you're trying to reverse it from just this amount marginalized. Yeah, nah, nah. You have to understand white supremacy is like a really heavy pile of shit. It only rolls downhill. Right. Well, right. no, because um, you called me a pack of index cards and... Uh -uh. <laughs> which means I get to call you the N-word now to make it even. That's because <laughs> The fact that y'all bitches think that the same thing is in <laughs> Sanity to me. But um, it's okay. Living this life every day lets me know that things are not going to make sense. Uh, and the sun's still going to come up. Exactly. <sighs> Moving on, girl. We can make this our last topic. Um, did you listen to Chris Brown and Chloe Bailey's song? No. Oh. I did. Well, I did. Just because, like, let me just see. It was, I didn't like it, obviously. No. Um, but it was, she seemed to be kind of confused as to why people were dragging it. Girl, what do you think? I love you down, honey. I do. Like, Chloe, I love you so much. But do I need to pull up the track record? Because it's not just that 2009 incident. I can go all the way up from as latest as last month. Oh, 100%. People will say, oh, he was 17 years old. Um, I think I looked it up. He was 20. Um, but okay. Then the last time he had like any kind of allegation against him was last year, 2022. So it's really not that old. It's not that old. Um, I will say this. I don't um, watch anything or listen to anything Chris Brown, but yo, his dancers on TikTok. Yo. There's there there's this one now question. Are they all light skinned? Because you know, you can't be pretty much dark at all. Or brown or hell. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I feel like I gotta go look at the videos now. I'm like I'm not remembering anybody dark skinned. I mean, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, because, you know, like, no, Chris Brown I mean, doesn't... listen, him and Trey Songs is just like, no dark bitches in my section. They've, they've both been very, very vocal about that. But maybe when they're doing work for them, maybe it's different, you know? Maybe it's like when you're actually, like, just to have you in my space is one thing. But if you're working for me and you're actually putting in something, I'm getting something out of it, maybe then you can arrive. So I, 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 
it this really shouldn't this is going to be a short one i was wondering if you wanted to still do the chris rock because um i feel like for the fact that we still are having conversations about chris brown r kelly trey songs um like the list really goes on for people who are just awful terrible human beings that it that we've been able to track that fact through the court system. Um, and I just don't understand why, why we're doing this. And uh, I think it's really sad. I think it's really fucked up because at this point, um, I my rule of thumb is to when I say I like something, I like what you did right there. This thing, this thing right here, this, this, I like this shit. I don't know anything else about you. You can <laughs> eat babies. You, you, listen, you can literally go home and put on um, Bambi every night. I don't know who you are. I have no idea. And for me to pretend that I have any idea about what you would or wouldn't do through your music, uh, he would never do that. You don't know him. Why would you? Girl, it's the parasocial relationships, girl. People think, oh, he would never do that. He's too fine to be doing stuff like that. I've heard shit like that said before, and it's mind-blowing to me. Like, girl. What's your excuse for Kodak Black? Sorry. Girl, listen. Some people like lawnmower music. I don't. Um. But this, again, patriarchy as well. We know that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we love to um, infantilize uh, men whenever it comes to sexual assault. We love to like almost treat them like children that need to be protected, and it is fucking weird. It really is. But let it be a black woman. It's like, nope, first strike, you're out. But if it's uh, men, it's like, okay, this is your sixteenth and last chance. Oh. To, to get it right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, not make the stallion wearing cleavage to a <laughs> trial that she didn't press charges at, you whore. Like, How dare you? Girl, the ghetto. It's ghetto for real. And it's almost like, what's the point? But it's okay. <laughs> but all right, you said you want to talk about Peabody head ass. Uh, so talk about him. I wanted to talk about Black Hollow Man. I did. I'm hollering. Um, So Chris Rock is a person whose comedy has never really been funny to me. Um, I remember um, one specific bit that he did that I thought was hilarious, where he said bitches will listen to the most ratchet music. It could be like dick in your eye, dick in your eye, dick in your face. And we're like, oh, he's not talking about me. <laughs> like, and uh, I, I, and I always thought that shit was hilarious. Um, and sadly, that's um, when that was like the last good joke that he told. And unfortunately, uh, we live in a space where it's so easy to malign black women to the point where I can't believe we're talking about this slab. We we talked about the slab while we was on stereo when you couldn't even see our faces. The fact that we are here in a new year and I have to mention the slab, it makes it, 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 bleh, bleh. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it here. Um, but the fact that, uh, so Chris Rock came out with a, um, a new comedy special 
And honestly, it was, um, I saw some of the clips. It was cringy at best. Uh, tell me why he was, it was Will Smith who slapped him, but he just, just tore Jada, Jada uh, Pinkett Smith to shreds. And we, and the special, we all, you talked about her some more in the, the new special. In this very, this new special? Yes, that's what he was calling her a bitch. So, patriarchy is so strong that someone could slap the fuck out of you and you still talk about black women. Got it. Do you, do you, do you see how, okay, as long, as long as you see how insane that sounds. Like, I hope we, I hope we all heard it sound crazy when, when they said it. I hope you heard it when they said it. Just saying. Um, but it's getting and it's disgusting because he was literally only talking about uh, Jada Pinkett, other than the fact that he went to see uh, Will Smith's new movie where he plays um, a slave that uh, an enslaved person uh, rather who had formed an uprising. He said he only watched the movie just so he could see Will Smith get beat. And if that is not absolute coonery and buffoonery. I don't know what else to call it because he says in this special, Hey, my mama taught me not to fight in front of white folks. Did your mama teach you to shame black women in front of white folks? Cause you ain't had no problem with that. You certainly had no issue while you was sitting on uh, Oprah's bench on the Oprah show. And she showed a picture of her as a young child and you fixed your mouth to say you looked like a slave. On national motherfucking Like, okay. You also thought it was okay to sit in a room full of white men and give them the uh, pass to say nigger with the hard R and you had to have Jerry Seinfeld, a man whose moral bar uh, barometer is probably sitting beneath my toilet, Mr. I Married a Teenager, had to be like, I don't think we should say that. <laughs> Something's off a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we should, like, you know, cameras are on. Like, girl, that's what's happening. And, and, and it's like, you know what's sad? The, the, uh, the, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, as a Jewish person, was like, huh, this feels like a lot. I don't feel like you should be telling <laughs> CK to. I think you're tap dancing. You know, I, like, like, I, I, like, I, I feel like I feel like I maybe shined the shoes. So you are playing the music. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like we should stop it where it starts. Um, <laughs> and he's, and he, Louis CK. Um, he should, he surrounds himself with these type of people, by the way. Louis C.K., who was finally somewhat canceled. He's having shows and shit again. Nobody, white, uh, white men don't get canceled forever, especially when they were actually decent comedians. So, like, that's, it's, it's not going to happen. And uh, Louis C.K. was basically uh, just trying to get women to watch him masturbate and wanted to put his dick on people. That, I mean, that's that's that, that that's literally what was going on, and people would be yeah, like, well, "He wasn't raping anybody, so you could put your dick on him." The bar is in hell, child. The well, he only put it hell. on you and not in you. Like, hush, calm down. Oh, I, right. Like, it's still extra. 
<laughs> I hate it here. So um, there is a video that I, I want to go ahead and play real quick before we get out of here because I think it is a very good food for thought. Probably should have had that video up, huh? <laughs> Probably should have that cute um it's okay. Listen, soon we're gonna be in the same room doing this. So Okay, I got it. Yay. Okay, so I'm gonna be talking about Chris Rock. Now I'm gonna preface this by saying that I did not watch his special. I have no intention of watching his special. As far as I'm concerned, Chris Rock rocks and jives for the palm colored man, and he stays doing that and has been doing it for decades. Case in point, um, this Vanity Fair cover. So this Vanity Fair cover came out in 1998, okay? And now I was about 10 years old, and this is the first time that I ever saw a black man on the cover of like a magazine like Vanity Fair. Okay. And this is how he's dressed, like full on minstrel, like the whole thing. And like, this was like a topic of conversation in my household. And in fact, it wasn't until this special came out and I saw someone post this on Twitter that it like clicked in my brain. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like literally like scenes from my childhood flooding back around this cover because my household was a flutter with rage <laughs> around this. And a lot of people might look at this and be like, what, it was the 90s, blah, 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 whatever, it was so hard for a black man to make it, he was just doing what he had to do, like whatever kind of excuses. Let's just, fine. I mean, I don't agree with that at all. Like, I think that that's like such a cop out and ridiculous, but let's just say that's true. Someone explain this to me then. Blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And then, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people. This fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever. Oh, oh, I don't think he he could do that. Oh, uh, I don't think he has those. Any two, you I, I, I mean, no, you don't even understand. Really, you don't you don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. No, like you're been no, about. Uh, I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two, these two. We say nigger on stage. On stage, you get. Like, that's the kind of man that Chris Rock is, you know, of all people sitting there letting Louis sexual predator pull your dick out CK sit there and say the N word. And Chris Rock is just like laughing it up with him, making excuses for him. Like the fact that it's Jerry Seinfeld of all people, because like fuck Ricky Gervais for laughing and trying to validate that. But of all people, it's Jerry Seinfeld being like, what is going on here? And, like, let's not pretend that, like, Chris Rock was doing anything with his career before Will Smith slapped him. Like, the only reason that he got that special was because of Will Smith. Like, any penny that he gets from that, he can directly attribute to Will Smith slapping him. Because this is what he was doing before. You know, Adam Sandler had to, like, throw him a bone and get him in these, you know, stupid, dumbass throwaway movies. And on top of all of that, like... Chris Rock is a misogynist through and through, and his misogynoir is absolutely overflowing. And like, here he is, he's an old man dating Lake Bell. And like, no hate to her, I guess. But when you see a black man like this getting up on stage and talking shit about Jada, talking shit about Meghan Markle, and then going on the street with someone like Lake Bell, you understand why Will slapped him. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about Chris Rock. Now I'm going to... Girl. Thoughts? I mean, sounds about coon. Sounds about coon, girl. I Talk about, we say it on. We only say it on show in, at a show in front of thousands of people. That's when we only. I only let him say it. <sighs> All right. 
And he said that with his full chest. You don't know him like I do. I've worked with him. What? What? Is what? What? Is okay. You know, I'm. You know, I just I love Uncle Tom. And <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you. You love to tap dance for palm-colored people and you're upset that other Black people see it. And the fact that everybody it wants to go ahead and tell Will Smith that he is being abused by Jada Pinkett, even though they have an open relationship and she is they've both been saying so for fucking years and we still saying like, well, he should have slapped August Alsina. Why would he do that? He gave that nigga permission. Girl, I hate it here so much. This is, and of course, you're going to have a few, like, you're going to have other tap dancing coons and hell, probably even Israelites and hoteps defending what this man just said. And it's, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, they're eating it up with a fucking spoon. They're literally filling, they're like, it, it, it kills me how much they're eating this shit up because when shit like this happens, it floods my dating inbox with worse people. I literally had a guy be like, hey, how you feel about the whole Jada Pinkett, Will Smith, and Chris Rock debacle? How you feel about that, you know, since they entangled me? I'm like, oh, child, I'm about to hurt your feelings. And now I'm not going to get no dick because you talk too much. You're on mute. I was saying, that's the thing. These niggas be so fucking fine, but as soon as they open their fucking mouth, it's like, damn, now my booty holding dried up. Bruh. Dumbass shit. Listen, and, 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 and I like, I, I, don't, I don't like to pride myself on having a juicy coochie, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you can make it dry up like the Sahara in one <laughs> conversation, my God, that's got to be a talent of some kind. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, I am so glad we've been here to go ahead and go over all of these topics with all you guys. We're definitely going to be, like I said, coming back on a more regular basis. I promise there's going to be a schedule and everything. We're getting there. Love us. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> expect um, the, the schedule is basically just two episodes a month. We're going to try and do podcast episodes every other week now instead of every week. Sorry, but again, we're trying to build our brand, which means we can't be on here every week now, girl. I'm telling so, you. <laughs> um, yeah, just check us out on all streaming services, and you can check us out on Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron8077. That's A-A-R-O-N 8077. And your, your Instagram Oh, I, you can go ahead and find me at uh, Brahita Sid Noir, spelled exactly the way you hear it. And you can follow our Instagram podcast page, which is earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And yeah, you got any more announcements? No, I think that is about it. Um, I finally got my setup with all of all of the extra additional storage I need to be able to edit faster for you guys. So I'm just looking forward to all the new content that y'all going to be able to see. Period. As always, we love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in and we will catch you hoes in the next one. Absolutely. Please remember that being queer is African and peace. Bye.